Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today, we are going to explore our most essential form of communication, prayer or communicating with the Holy Spirit. When you think of communication and communicating, what comes to your mind first? Speaking face-to-face with your loved ones? Sending an email? How about texting? Posting a mem or video clip on Instagram? I still have to get my Instagram account going. (laughs) I'm a little behind there. FaceTiming, video blogging, teleconferencing, Zoom meetings. Ah, Zoom meetings. Calling someone on the phone. Calling someone on the phone? Does anyone actually call others on their phone anymore? I do. Of course, many of us still use our smartphones for plain old-fashioned phone calls. (laughs) Of course, those of us who still do may be dinosaurs, but due to the rapid development of technology, we have more avenues today through which we can communicate with each other all over the world, which is totally amazing to me. The first email was sent in 1971. That was the year I graduated from high school. Then developed during the 70s and became a standard method of communicating in the 1990s. The first text message, Merry Christmas, was sent on December 3, 1992 in the UK. Social sites popped up starting in the late 1990s and exploded around the world as a go-to means for instant mass communication during the first decade of this millennium. Although the concept of transmitting messages alongside of audio over wire was being worked on as as early as the 1870s, video conferencing didn't become widely available for the general public until the early 2000s. Today, some form of video chatting has become the go-to form of communication for a lot of people around the world, especially during this pandemic. Also, with so many easily accessible ways of communicating with practically anyone, even over great distances, and pretty much instantly, people are communicating more than ever. Technology definitely has provided more means of communicating, but... Other than the steady improvements in the technical quality of the audio and visual aspects of communicating, it can't improve the communication we have with one another or with our inner self. What makes communication? Well, communication. Technically speaking, communication is the imparting or exchange of information or news. Yet, that is 
only the meaning of communication in this world. As you are well aware, true communication is far more than just words or data bits being offered, exchanged, or consumed. Much more essential to communication is the experience of oneness between that which appear to be separate in this world. In this regard, communication provides the avenue through which all beings, all of spirit, can restore ourselves to the limitless and eternal wholeness that we are. Communication is our lifeline and our means to express our innermost truth, beauty, creativity, and so much more. Without communication, there is no life here in this world of time and space. Well, naturally, communication is not limited to human communication, right? Today, more and more people are waking up to communicating with animals. Woof, woof. (laughs) Just was communicating with our kitty cat. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) and not just with animals, but even plants and all of nature. Well, what parents of young children haven't witnessed their children communicating with nature and with the various creatures in nature, even perhaps before those children learn to speak. I certainly communicated with nature and with all manners of creatures that populate our natural environment. Because my father didn't allow me to have a large furry pet like a dog when I was growing up, I went and made friends with the crawdads in the creeks near our home in the suburbs of Tokyo and the large, magnificent Japanese beetles. I loved the season of crickets, grasshoppers, praying mantis, and cicadas and would befriend a few of them. Always had a few of them in our house, (laughs) singing away, whatever. And eventually, I so enjoyed taking care of the class hamster in fourth grade that I got to take him home with me when regular school semesters ended for the summer vacation. That was great. I felt that it was far easier to communicate with the creatures than with most humans. (laughs) Humans. <laughs> they, they didn't seem to have the hang-ups we did as humans, right? Okay, perhaps I was extra fortunate that I learned to communicate with critters before I began to communicate more fluently with people. My communication wasn't primarily based in the spoken and written language at first. I didn't know what I could call that communication or even describe it very well. But I knew I had that type of communication with those creatures. It was mostly silent and in thought and with feelings and images. I now know I was naturally communicating with them spirit to spirit. Spirit to spirit communication is the basis of all true communication that leads to healing, harmony, forgiveness, and the realization of undivided limitlessness. It stems from recognizing oneself as spirit, and then the other as that same spirit. The divine light within me recognizes and says hello 
to that same divine light within you. That is the essence of all communication and our greeting of one another with hello, no matter in what language. Spirit-to-spirit communication is our true one universal language. Again, not just for us as human beings, but for all of us who are in this world, but not of it. In this world, this is called communication. And we say that we are communicating with one another. Yet, for so many people, communication becomes not a genuine consciousness of spirit, validating the consciousness of spirit expressing itself through another body vehicle, but merely a transmission of data from one person to either another person or to anyone who cares to receive it via technology. Well, a robot is able to do that. Those who are of a more spiritual bent will have at least some concept of what prayer is. Yet many people are not aware that prayer is actually the basis of all communication. Prayer, whatever form it may take, is communicating spirit to spirit. We call a specific type of spirit-to-spirit communication prayer. It's when we are communicating as spirit ourselves to that limitless wholeness that is the dynamic power of God as the spirit of God or the Holy Spirit that we call our communication prayer. In such a way, we pray to God. When we're praying to God, the absolute, we're communicating as spirit in the spirit with the Holy Spirit. The only difference between a spiritual person praying to God and an avowed atheist praying to God (laughs) is that that aspect of the person who doesn't believe in God or spirit or any higher authority is separated and not conscious of that intrinsic beingness that he or she is that is in communication all the time with that which is. By denying that self-awareness, the person has no conscious experience of the limitless as the limitlessness of awareness. That person may believe that the experience he or she is having is that of a magnificent world or the universe. What is important here is not the semantics, but the direct experience and awareness of that by which whatever word, by whatever word we might use, We know the essence of our being. Prayer is the epitome of intimacy. In human communication, that experience of intimacy that we all seek is not in bodily closeness, but in spirit awareness of our essential, limitless wholeness within. Through our daily communicating with one another, and all life here. We inch our way to communicating with the Holy Spirit and having our prayer, our true prayer, with God. Prayer in many religions and spiritual circles are often associated with asking for something from God. Yet the essence of prayer communication with the Holy Spirit 
is a giving and a sharing of our experience with God. It's our ultimate validation of spirit, of God, not for God's sake, but for our own freedom and fulfillment. So what's the experience of prayer? What's a personal experience of prayer? And that's different for each of us. How about you, Raphael? Mm -hmm. Uh, How would you describe some of your experiences, prayer or praying, and what's prayer like for you? Well, prayer is kind of a hot topic for me because um, by the time I was 12 years old, uh, having grown up in a very religious household, I kind of had enough of the religion. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because as a little child, I prayed a lot, and I followed all the instructions about prayer I was given, and I'm sure many of you listening have and maybe still do. You know, you say certain prayers or you say certain prayers repetitively. Uh, For instance, saying the Holy Rosary as a Catholic, um, that's a very powerful form of prayer, whether you're aware of it or not. And so basically that gets you in the state of being open to being in contact with the Holy Spirit or with God. And that's what I got out of it. Um, Some of the other things that came with prayer, um, such as people saying, you can pray to God for anything you want. And, you know, it took me a long time to figure out sometimes God says no. And then as I matured and I let go of religion, I actually called myself uh, not an atheist, but an agnostic. I didn't really want to believe in anything until I came to um, the feeling that I had some kind of truth. And I went on a spiritual search for a great part of my early life, touching in as a teenager with theosophy and and many, many of the other religions in the world, um, all of which have pieces of beauty in them, as well as instructions on how to pray. But Over the years, uh, I started getting my psychic training, and in the psychic training, um, except for the church services this uh, organization had, there wasn't a lot of talk about God. So I had to make my own way with that, is do I believe in God or not, or just that everything is one thing, you know, that oneness and wholeness, I didn't really understand it. And then one day... As I was meditating, I did understand it because I had that experience of, of the oneness. And I've had it multiple times over the years. And there are many forms of communicating with God. My favorite is being able to communicate with God in relationship to something uh, something that needs to be done, but not necessarily for me. For instance, when I'm getting ready for a reading, well, yes, that would benefit me to have God with me, but I'm more interested in giving my all to the person I'm going to be reading, so I I love to bring that energy in. And also, being aware of the Holy Spirit here as the means to communicate with God, I found that I can tell him about my day. I can also show him my needs and just turn them over to him, not expecting anything, accepting what is on my path and my highest good. And then um, the other thing is being able to um, 
turn over trouble to, like when trouble comes, turn over trouble to the Holy Spirit and trust that the Holy Spirit knows what it's doing in helping you guide, helping to guide you through your life. And I've many times told stories about how I would turn something over to the Holy Spirit and I often didn't get a reply right away, but maybe hours or even days later. And the most important part of that level of communication is being open to mm-hmm. and allowing that communication from the Holy Spirit to come back to me. Yeah, that's. I think that's one of the most important aspects of prayer. You know, Raphael was mentioning that she... Uh, thought of herself as an agnostic at one point because I see that with a lot of people who who uh, start to go okay this religion didn't do it for me you know and and they associate terms like God prayer things like that with religion and even though what religion really means is union with God you know binding to God I think is the basic uh, etymology of the word religion. Uh, it's just like in the more uh, Vedic and Hindu levels, uh, uh, yoga union. Uh, yoga means union. The base of yoga means union. Union with what? That which is. The oneness, the wholeness, the undivided. It's Union means undivided. You're back to the whole. And prayer is essentially that communication, the communion that opens us up. God doesn't have to be open. (laughs) Limitlessness can't be anything but open, completely open. There's no end to it, right? But for a human being, for a person, what we consider ourselves a person, individual, and notice how so often when you're challenged the most, you're in most pain, you tend to close down. No, I don't need your help. Get away from me. You start to protect yourself. Oops, I have to interrupt, Michael. We're coming on our first break, and we're offering a wonderful new teleclass this Saturday, October 10th. That's this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. This one is on Home Sweet Home, Psychic Housekeeping for Peace, and prosperity. We welcome you to join us. And this is from our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think series, which is open to everyone. You'll learn how to do psychic energy work on your home space so you and your family can enjoy more prosperity and a more peaceful home life. Find all the details and to sign up, go to our October events calendar section at michaeltamora.com. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T as in Tom, A-M as in Mary, U-R-A dot com. Or call our office at 530-926-2650 and speak with our wonderful assistant, Noel, during normal business hours, Pacific time, Monday to Friday. We'll return in a couple of minutes and we'll continue with prayer, communicating with the Holy Spirit. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you back. Let's continue with our exploration of prayer communicating with the Holy Spirit. Just before the break, Michael was talking about how when we are uh, somewhat challenged, we tend to actually close off, close up our communication with the larger side of spirit. You want to continue? Yeah, like a, like a clam. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. If you get close to a touch a clam, <clears throat> it just <laughs> clams up. <laughs> and Amoebas, you know, if 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 you're watching under a microscope and a little something touches the amoeba, it contracts. So it's like a wild animal. We all know when when a wild animal is scared, it it, it gets cornered. It's gonna just growl and snarl and hiss and you know bite and everything else. That's what our egos do. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> it's it's not any difference it's it's survival it's it's a uh, fear and survival and so when we need the greater help when we need to have more support approval love acceptance you know any kind of support most of the times most people tend to push it away without i mean they could be you know, screaming for help. They could be begging for help, but they close themselves off to that help. And it's it's a uh, it's kind of instinctive. It's it's a survival mechanism. But prayer does the opposite. It's it's to open that up. One of the things, um, you know, I've I've known several people who who are uh, have been or in. AA, you know, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, and in, in the twelve-step program, and I love what the the tenets of that uh, program is, and and I think that those who actually developed that had a tremendous spiritual experience, 
and out of that because because all the different steps I can when I look at them uh, they're they're based in a type of prayer and one of the early uh, steps is is recognizing in a higher authority or higher power so they they keep the word God out of there because not everybody is religious on that level but Everyone is spiritual, and because we are spirit, whatever word you want to use to say that, we are of this limitlessness of being or beingness. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to hear my voice. (laughs) If you're not, then, you know, there's no experience, there's no awareness, there's nothing. Yet, we all have awareness, we all experience something. We're always experiencing something. So then when we go into that place of being like a cornered animal and and hissing and fighting and closing off from the very energy and communication we need to prosper, to succeed, to survive, to thrive, well, that's where prayer comes in. And, and you know, earlier I mentioned that true prayer is a place of giving. Well, opening up is a place of giving. Raphael was talking about how sometimes she's, she's been in a, you know, very challenging situation and experience. And she just opened up to the Holy Spirit and said, here, I'm handing this over to you. Uh, I can't handle it. <laughs> or I don't know what to do or whatever, so I'm handing it over. Well, what's? it's not so much in the handing it over, but in order to hand something over, that's a giving. When you, Even if, if it's a problematic thing, you're opening up and you're giving, you're giving it away, isn't it? When you go, okay, I'm washing my hands off of this. <laughs> I'm just letting go of this. You're giving it away. You, in order to let go, you have to open up. You can't let go of anything when you're all closed down. Ah, oh. clamped up like a clam. Yeah, if you're clammed up like a clam, you can't let it go. You hold it in. And what do you hold in? Well, if you're in pain, if you're suffering, if you're miserable, scared. you you scared. You're holding in the very thing that you you're wanting to get out. <laughs> so prayer is is a giving. It has to be a giving. It's but most people think I need this and I need that and God, please give it to me and and it almost becomes anything from begging and pleading to to demanding. You know, if you're a God, you know, you better give it to me now <laughs> or I'm going to have a, you know, meltdown, temper tantrum, <laughs> whatever the case might be. But then and then people don't realize, oh, you're still you're you're going, I'm going to deal with this. It's my thing. It's me. It's all about me. And when everything's all about me. Well, I'm sure everyone's experienced being around somebody who's all about me, me, me. It's me. And this is what I want. And this is what I'm going to do. And this is what my thing is about. And this is my problem. And blah, blah, blah. And if you've ever been around somebody who's like constantly like that, you, you're, 
you get tired. It's it's just like you feel like you're being beaten over the head, even if you really like the person, right? And what's why is that? Well, because they're closed off. We call that self-absorbed. They're they're closed off to to communication. They're talking a lot, but they're just basically blah, making blah, blah. making sound mm-hmm. and and talking just you know into the air with no openness. It's because it's closed. They're holding on to everything. They're being an island unto unto themselves, even if they're surrounded by loved ones. And in prayer, the whole space of prayer is just one of opening up to the whole. Some people call it Holy Spirit, the whole of spirit, the the undivided sacredness of spirit. What makes something sacred is it's not divided. But everything in this world is divided. In this universe, down to the subatomic particles, it's divided. Positive, negative, positive, negative, male, female. Night and day, it's divided. And so what makes the world go round is the energy flowing from one end of the polarity to the other end, just like a battery, you know, positive, negative, and the energy flows. As long as those two poles are their space for each to be, the energy can flow between them, and we say we have a good life. We are healthy, and our energy is flowing. Well, communication is energy flow. So if we stay divided, if we just contract into our own little shell, there's no, we isolate ourselves, we polarize ourselves to one side and go, no, I'm not coming out. I'm not saying anything. I'm not going to communicate with you. Then nothing can happen. Everything in one's experience of life starts to deteriorate. But the minute you open up and go, I recognize you. I see you. You are. Ah, that's really the very first step of validation is you are. I am. So when we say hello, just in general, just a simple hello to one another, what are we, what are we saying right from the beginning is I recognize you. You are. And so am I. I am. That's why I'm saying hello to you. I am. You are. That's why I'm saying hello to you. Both ways. The light within me is greeting the light within you. I see your light. I see my light. We are. And in that communication, no matter what we say, if we're communicating spirit to spirit, we're giving, we're offering. Even if when you communicate to the Holy Spirit, which is the totality of spirit, the limitlessness of spirit, and you go, you know, I have this really tough, I'm going through this really tough thing. I don't know what to do. I really, I've tried everything. I don't know what to do. And I'm in great pain. I'm, I'm struggling the whole bit. Can I give this to you? May I hand it over? Uh, you can't do that if you're closed up. You have to open up first to hand over something, to let it go, to let something be, to let someone be, isn't closing off from them and saying, 
I don't care about you. Do whatever. You know, you, I'm going to let you be. That's not letting be. That's closing off. Letting be, you have to open. You have to be able to say hello. You have to recognize this person is going through whatever. And you're giving them the space to just be. You're giving them permission to be. You're supporting them being where they're at, even if you don't agree with where they're at, even if where they're at is really tough to to witness. But you're saying, you have my support. I'm here. I love you anyway. That's giving. That's giving even if you don't do anything outwardly. And that's that givingness, that space, that openness is required to validate someone for being. It's required for someone to start to experience the support of the whole, of the spirit. So whether you're saying hello to some person or you're saying directly hello to the spirit at large, Either way, it's the same, isn't it? Because when you say hello to a person, you're saying to spirit of that person, in that person, being that person. What's the difference between that and saying hello to the Holy Spirit, the totality of spirit? Well, there's a little bit of a different experience in the beginning because when you're saying hello to that person, you're still thinking of that person as an individual separate But the more you start to really recognize that all of us and each of us are part of this grand whole, grand wholeness, then you start to have the same experience, whether you're communicating to one person or to Holy Spirit, the totality of spirit. You still have the same communication. But for now, we... Most of us consider that to be different. So we call, when we communicate with the spirit at large, the totality of spirit as a whole, we call that prayer. And when we're praying, more and more, that spirit as a whole is completely open. There is nothing, there's no barriers, there's no divisions, there's no resistance of any kind. So even if we open a little bit to that, well, you know, I don't know if I believe in you or anything, but (laughs) just in case you're there, (laughs) a lot of people start off that way, right? It's like, I don't know if I trust you because I can't see you, blah, blah, blah. And, and, you know, I've been in up a creek a lot of times and, You know, I didn't feel like you came through for me. Well, did you say hello? I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) But once you start to say hello, even if you're going, I don't, I'm not going to place all my marbles in that basket, but, or eggs or whatever you put in a basket. (laughs) I don't know. I'm, I'm a basket gay sometimes. So, (laughs) so when you say hello, even with little strings attached, you start to experience that openness and it opens you up. So it's a giving 
it's at first it might be a giving up. You might think of it in terms of giving up some of your problems, giving up some of your hangups. I have all these hangups, but I'm going to give up a few of you, few of those hangups to you. So, you know, we can say hello, and you start to recognize. Oh, the more open you are, you can't hold on to your hangups. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to keep your hangups? Then stay closed. Don't say hello. Don't pray. Don't don't have any communication with anybody. But if you'd like to let go of your hangups, then say hello. Well, we're at our second break, so we wanted to invite you to join us for a special remote retreat seminar event hosted online by our dear friends Wolfgang and Marion Yeager of Forum and Buchhanglen im Licht in Zurich, Switzerland, Saturday, October 31st through Monday, November 2nd, right through Halloween weekend. The theme for this seminar is Be True to Yourself, Unleash Your Imagination, Open Your Third Eye, and Follow Your Intuition Joyously. Michael will teach in English with immediate translation into German. Since both events will be online or on the phone via Zoom globally, the schedule for the events will be different for different time zones. For those of you in Switzerland or Central European time zone, the Saturday and Sunday seminars will be from 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. each day with breaks. And the Monday closing and Q&A will be from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Check our website, michaeltamora.com, for details in English, along with contact information for the event organizer. Find out all the details in German and sign up online at the Forum Imlicht website. That's www.imlicht.ch or contact Wolfgang Jaeger in German or English at forum at imlicht.ch. When we return, we'll continue our exploration of prayer, communicating with the Holy Spirit. We'll see you in a couple of minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back. We've been exploring the nature of prayer, what it means to pray, the experiences of prayer, and why it is so important to stay in communication with the Holy Spirit. So let us continue. Michael was talking about the wholeness and the oneness of everything, and I know that's becoming, these are becoming popular phrases for uh, this particular time period, especially for spiritual, not religious people, and even some religious people. Um, but, you know, it really takes a lot to actually tap into that oneness. But once you get there, it takes almost nothing to do so. It's going within. We've talked about this many times. Finding your own space, coming within, and being out of resistance to everything you don't like about your life or about, you know, somebody out there. A really great exercise of working with the Holy Spirit is being able to say hello to someone you don't care for and maybe someone you you can't stand. (laughs) Um, You know, sometimes, like, for instance, if you're working on getting a loan and the loan officer is being a pill, that's what my mother used to say about somebody who's difficult, a pill. They were being a pill. And if you start to go in resistance and energetically fighting with them, it's just going to make things absolutely worse. But if you pull back your energy, go within and say hello to that person, not to control them. This is really important. You're not trying to control their behavior or change who they are or anything like that. It's more about coming within yourself and changing your attitude about working with that person. This is who uh, you put forth or you brought forth in front of you, and it's the right person to teach you a lesson or two. And so you say hello to that person, but you do it through that wonderful oneness field that Michael's talking about, the field of the oneness, the field of the Holy Spirit. And if you do it in that in that energy, it's not throwing energy at that person or trying to control them or make them do something that, that's going to be to your advantage or anything like that. It's bringing it back, bringing your relationship with whoever is in your universe um, back to the basics of being able to say hello to one another. I'd like to use another example, and that is um, for those of you, if you remember in high school or maybe in your early 20s, and some of you in your early 20s might understand what I'm talking about here, you see that one you want you want to go after. Oh, that's the one. She, she or he is the one that's going to make me happy. And you go after them, and they're not cooperating. <laughs> so what do some of you do? You go, please, God, please, God, please send that person to me. Let that person fall in love with me, almost like a, a magical. A curse. <laughs> a curse or a magical spell. <laughs> and um, once in a while, just to, just to give you a lesson, spirit will set things up so, yes, indeed, that person will come to you. 
But most of the time, if that person is not intended for you, you have to trust when you get no for an answer. In other words, that person doesn't have the same chemistry towards you or they're not interested in you or they're with someone else, whatever the case may be. Um, Chasing after someone and trying to control and change their behavior is not a use of prayer. Um, perhaps if you saw someone that you thought maybe you could fall in love with or that you were in love with and you'd like to attract to yourself, you would t- that would be a really good occasion to turn it over to the Holy Spirit. Okay, this is what I'd like. Uh, what do you have to say about it? <laughs> Let it go. Yes. And oftentimes, if you're able to stop being in that other person's space so much and let it go, sometimes they'll turn around and, and come to you. Or more likely, what's going to happen is you'll meet someone else who is far better than the choice you thought you would make. And an example I like to use is, If you think back to your high school years or even junior high school years or college years and that person that you really, really had a crush on but never got and you check with them 10 years or 15 years later, did you really want that person? See what kind of a person they became. (laughs) (laughs) Well, once in a while, maybe it's somebody who became a millionaire or whatever that, that would have been a dream for you. But most of the time, it's like, oh, my God, I am so glad I wasn't able to get that person for several reasons. One is it really wasn't on your path. That that person, you were probably working on some old karma or some old memory of unfinished business with that person that you just had to let go of, or it just wasn't on your path to be with that person. Yeah, I remember a few years back there was a, a hit country song with a line, something like, uh, thank God. Uh, for unanswered prayers. <laughs> yes, indeed. And those are the ones where, in, in spite of your begging and pleading, probably before you were born and you were you know, setting up your contract, you put on there, make sure I don't get together with that person this lifetime or they'll get me off track. <laughs> and yes. they're following your instructions. Yeah, and, and speaking of unanswered prayers, there are no such thing as an unanswered prayers. They some, what would you call it, uh, results, consequences of, of when we feel like we're really asking for something and wanting something. Well, it's usually that's the situation, isn't it? We're wanting something, just it's like Raphael's talking about. It's desire. And guess where all wants come from? Lack. When you believe you lack something, you're going to want it if, if that thing that you lack, you believe you lack, is important to you, right? You're going to want it. And and the more important you make it and the more you feel you lack it, then the more you want it. Huh. Well, prayer is not the communication to come from wanting and lacking. Prayer is the communication of having. Prayer is abundance. Prayer is is the you know what could be more abundant than limitlessness, right? How much limitlessness uh, is good enough for you? <laughs> one one dot of limitlessness, if you will, uh, can't be a dot, but one you know, just little bit of limitlessness is the same as a lot of limitlessness. Limitlessness is limitless, so it's total abundance, total having, and when you pray. 
It's you validating. God doesn't have to validate or Holy Spirit doesn't have to validate limitlessness. They are. It is. And yet it's us, human beings, that we, many of us consider ourselves as separate individual limited entities or bodies. And, and then you're going, I need this, I want this, all of this. But you have to look at, oh, wait a minute. You're, you're communicating with the limitless. Huh. There is no wanting in limitlessness. It's only total havingness. And total havingness means givingness, right? When we have a lot of something, what do we do? It's natural. We don't even have to think about it. We start to share it with people. Here, you want some of this? You want some of that? I got so many. I, I can't hold on to it. This will spoil if somebody else doesn't eat it because I can't eat the whole thing. And whatever it is, when you have a whole lot, way more than you need, way more than you could use, it's kind of, you know, some people I'm sure, uh, what do you call it, throw it away. but, But really, most of us would naturally share it saying, hey, I got way more than I can use here. Take some. Please take some. Sometimes, depending on whatever it is, you know, you might pay somebody to take it. <laughs> it says, I can't handle this. You take it. And so, so it's that space of having more than enough, limitless amount. And you're sharing it. And you're sharing with the limitless your experience. Your experience might come from a lot of limitation, but you're sharing it with the limitless. It's like, what do you communicate with your best friend? Oh, you communicate your triumphs and your, your disasters, right? You communicate your joys and your pain. You, you just go, oh, I had the most incredible experience. The first person you want to talk to about it is probably the person you care about the most and, and you regard as your closest person, your closest friend. You want to share the great news. But at the same time, when, when you had a really tough day at work or you really ran into some kind of a miserable situation or you're in great pain and suffering or you're scared, who are you going to call? <laughs> Probably not the Ghostbusters, <laughs> unless that's your best friend. <laughs> and so, so uh, um, huh, that's the calling. It's to share, Right. You're not going, you're not talking to your best friend because you're, you're wanting to dump everything on that friend. And you know that friend can't take over your pain and, and solve it for you. No, you still, you know, you still have to deal it yourself. But what a difference when you can have somebody to talk to about it, saying, hey, I'm having a really hard time. When you're, when you're open like that, you're open because you're safe with your friend. They're not going to stab you in the back. You can trust them. So you open up and you go, you know, uh, I'm having this big problem. I, I really don't know what to do. I, I got to talk to somebody. And when you do, it didn't solve the problem. But, oh, you don't feel so bad anymore. You, you feel like, yeah, you know what? You know, I got to look at this a different way. There is a solution. You, there's hope. And, and you start to get inspired. You, you have more energy. 
That's inspiration. Having the experience of spirit. Inspiration. And so, so then, uh, prayer is just that. It's opening up to your best friend, to someone you can fully trust and going, hey, this is my experience. I want to share with you my experience. Today was an amazing day. It was a total miraculous, incredible celebration. I want to celebrate with you. Or I'm having a really tough time and I want to share this with you. I want to let this go. And as you're saying it, as you're telling your best friend, you're letting go. Why you feel a little more support and you feel more hopeful, even if the whole problem's not solved, is, ah, you're letting it go. You're letting it be. You're not fighting it so much. When you fight things, you're just putting your tremendous creative power into it, make it bigger. But if you could just let it be, oh, it cuts it down to size. Sometimes the whole thing disappears because it's really not there. Other times it cuts it down to size where you go, you know, it's not as big of a problem as I thought it was. I can deal with it. So prayer is that. Praying to the Holy Spirit is sharing your experience, sharing yourself, your life, and this is where I'm at. And you open up. And when you open up to the limitless, you open up to limitless possibilities, limitless creativity, limitless time. You just, there's no limits. And everything becomes possible. So that's the nature of prayer. And all you have to do to pray, it's not hard at all. You have to just let yourself be yourself and decide you don't have to climb up. You can speak your mind. You can share your feelings. You can share where you are for good or for worse. Well, we're coming to the end of our show here. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we hope you gained some valuable insights and enjoyed exploring the topic of prayer and communicating with the Holy Spirit. I think Michael is so wonderful when he speaks about it, and so true. We welcome you to tune in again next Wednesday for our very special episode, Spirit Spirit Guidance and Teachings of the Master, with our dear friend and medium, our guest, Philip Burley, an extraordinary medium, author, and spiritual teacher. Make sure to join us this coming Saturday, October 10th, from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time for our teleclass, Home Sweet Home, Psychic Housekeeping for Peace and Prosperity. You'll learn how to do psychic energy work on your home space so you and your family can enjoy more prosperity and a more peaceful home life. For all the details and to sign up, go to our October events calendar section at michaeltamora.com, our website, or call our office at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours, Pacific time, Monday to Friday. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. See you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. <laughs>